what's going on everyone it is your favorite night our favorite night pine saturdays i'm your host and one half of team cool dads josh stanton joined by my co-host and sitting in for the other half of team cool dads colby trammell what's going on colby not much josh it's a pleasure to be here tonight yeah, man, excited to have you on. And j- just to let all of our loyal listeners know, Jack is a bit under the weather tonight. So you know what we did? We looked at our bench. We saw a player on the on the bench that was buried deep. I'm talking about 11th man in the rotation. And he's just sitting there waiting to come in and shoot a few threes. And you know what? We got him in here tonight. Kobe Trump was definitely going to score about 17 points with 10 boards. Look, I'm going for the heat check. I've been dying to take these uh... – these uh, street clothes off and just come into the game and throw some shots off. <laughs> yeah, man, we're, we're, we're excited to have you on, man. It's going gonna, gonna to be a fun pint tonight, a lot of good stuff uh, that we have to talk about. So let's go ahead and hop into these toppings. Are you ready, man? Are you going to be able to handle it, brother? This is your first topping segment. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. All right, man, here we go. All right. The Big King is back. You may not know what that is. But Burger King is bringing back their Big King. And what does that battle against? It battles against the Big Mac. Colby, are we trying it? Me personally, probably not. I don't, I don't eat fast food. But I know there is a budding rivalry between the two. So, and I know back in the day, I was a McDonald's guy. So. So, so, so let me ask you a question. So you're not a fast food guy at all. Like no fast food goes in Colby's body. Yeah, none of that. No fried food, no soda, nothing like that. You know what, man? Listen, listen. First of all, I mean, obviously you haven't joined Team Cool Dads yet, but you will at some point. And <laughs> um, I'm going to tell you this much. You may switch that up a little bit just because it's quick and easy. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I mean, there probably will be a point where that happens. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it has been a while since I've had a a uh, Whopper or a Big Mac or any of that stuff. So that's a, what, Hey, don't, don't break my heart here. What about like firehouse subs or Jimmy? You know Jones? what? I'm, I'm not, I'm not a huge bread guy. Colby. <laughs> like, Colby. I, I know. I know. I, I'm, you know what? I, I'm, I make, uh, my meals are pretty bland, so it's, uh, it's not ideal, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's not my thing, but once again, back in the day, I used to eat a bunch of Subway, so I can understand the appeal. Hey, I respect it, man. I respect it. All right, moving into the second topping of the night, uh, Cobra Kai. Obviously, season four is out right now. Just a phenomenal show. Um, they're dropping a season five. Should be here at the end of the year. Stranger Things is coming. So my question for you, Colby, is which one are you with? Are you team Cobra Kai or Stranger Things? Which one is going to be a better uh, season this year? Man, I feel like Stranger Things has always been really strong. Um, you know, Cobra Kai, I, I just missed out on. That's more my uh, my brother's sort of thing. But, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Stranger Things. I don't think I've heard of them having, like, a really weak season or anything like that. Let, let me ask you a question. So you haven't watched Cobra Kai yet? No. Kobe. We listen, man, you've got it here. Here's what I'll tell you. And Jack will agree with this as well. Um, It is a very easy show to watch. And were you ever a fan of the Karate Kid movies? You know what? Well, that's what I'm saying. It was like right out of my age range. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's it's just one of those very easy and watchable shows um, that you get into, man. And then you kind of, you develop connections with the characters and it's just a ton of fun, man. Check, check oh, it no, out. no, believe me. I, I hear plenty about it. Like, I feel like I know a lot of like the karate kid stuff vicariously through 
my family. Yeah. So yeah. I'm very aware how popular it is, and I hear it's a great show, so I'm clearly missing out. Yeah, totally, totally. So what, what are your uh, – so let me ask you this. What are you a – are you a Netflix guy? Are you a different app guy? Are you ba- or just general cable? What, what are some shows you watch? Honestly, I'm like a huge HBO Max guy. Okay, like I, yeah, I got HBO Max as well. Yeah. And actually, I'm glad you're bringing this up because a great show that I started recently and I just finished it, I flew through it, was Yellow Jackets on Showtime. Ooh. I did not. I, I did. So, so I'm an old Showtime guy. I haven't been in Showtime recently, more just HBO Max. But so, so Yellow Jackets is a good one on there. Oh, Yellow Jackets is great. I mean, base, the basic premise is uh, the basic premise of it is just this girls' soccer team. They're going to nationals. They're really good, and they're flying on a private jet, and it crashes. That's all you really need to know. Oh man, that's a, that sounds like nuts. It sounds like an intense, an intense show, and it's on Showtime. Right. It's kind of like uh, Lost, except it's not bad. Okay. Hey, listen, well, I think everybody saw. You know what's funny? I, I can't remember or not, but I feel like I watched every season but the last one because I heard it was just terrible. Right. Because that show. Well, that... I mean, Lost had its issue just because, if you remember, they had the huge writer's strike, like basically right in the middle of their no, I didn't uh, know series. That. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of things changed. It. It's actually pretty drastic. You can tell if you go back and rewatch it, you're like, this was really good up until this point. And then all of a sudden, all these things that don't make any sense start happening. Yeah. You know what's really funny? So when I was watching Lost, do you know what service I was using to watch it? I don't. Video. It was Netflix when Netflix was male only. Really? Yeah, I do I was, remember Netflix when they would see when you could get DVDs sent to you. Yeah, so I was I had the DVDs uh, coming in of Lost, and I'd watch wow. them that way. It's pretty legit, right? Little, little wow, I mean, cool. I mean, if it was part of the sir, I mean, I know I had uh, some DVDs sent to me sometimes, so I mean, can't hate on it. Little, little old school, little old school. Cool, man. Well, those, those, hey, those were our toppings for tonight, brother. You know what? I think you did a solid job, Colby. You know, obviously, we don't talk about these toppings before. Uh, I just kind of hit you with a question. I mean, you did a good job. So I think I'd give you nine out of 10 on the toppings. All right. Really, really nice job. Well, that's generous. I'm, I'm sweating a little bit, but I think I can push forward. <laughs> Jack, Jack will have some feedback um after the pods post he'll give you some pointers man you know it's your first time it's okay it's okay to struggle a little bit but I, i'm confident that you know this next our first scoop of the night i think is going to um uh, be right in your wheelhouse man this is uh this is a scoop that i know that you're going to enjoy i'm excited about it because i do think that my uh, new york knickerbockers are going to potentially be one or the other uh, maybe both uh, during this uh during this uh this uh, trade deadline so my question for you uh colby is we're going to the first scoop of the night I want to kind of discuss, uh, obviously, the NBA trade deadline is next Thursday. We're all extremely mm-hmm. excited about it. Uh, and my question for you is I, w- I want you to give me three teams um, that will be very active at the trade deadline, okay? And that can either be a buyer or a seller. And then of those teams, what do some of those trades look like? What players are uh, they targeting or unloading? Sure. Uh, you know, honestly, this is probably setting up to be one of the more crazy trade deadlines just from the sole standpoint of with the implementation of the uh, play-in tournament more teams are you know vying for the playoffs so you have more buyers than you normally would but I mean I feel like it would be easier for me to tell you who isn't trying to make a trade right now because I was looking at a list of the teams and it's over half the league 
that's looking to possibly make a trade in some form or fashion. That's crazy. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was like looking at him. Like I see on here, like Indiana, Sacramento, Atlanta, Washington, Utah, Dallas, both LA teams, Portland, Boston. Yeah. The, the clip, the Clippers and the Trailblazers uh, struck a trade today, kind of kicked off trade season. Right. Yeah. The Clippers got Norman Powell and Robert Covington and uh, Portland uh, got Bledsoe, Winslow, Keon Johnson and a future second. Man, Winslow um, I like that a lot for the Clippers really. Yeah, you know what's so crazy about Justice Winslow is he was such a high draft pick and just didn't pan out. But that there's so many players in the NBA that are high draft picks and don't pan out. Well, I mean, I don't, th- I don't think his not panning out had really had anything to do with his talent so much as just injury. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 it's, that's interesting though. That uh, yeah, I mean, so many of the league is so so who so so what what are some players that. Um, we could see dealt into what teams? What teams do you think are really going to go for it uh, at this trade deadline? Yeah, and, well, and let me just backtrack a little bit to answer your question because I didn't fully answer it. But I, I would hone in on these three teams: Indiana, Sacramento, and Portland, which we already mentioned. Portland mm-hmm. already made a trade. Yeah, but yeah. those are the three in my mind that I well that I just keep reading in articles and hearing on podcasts of just people talking about. Now with Indiana it's almost kind of like who's not up for sale. Yeah. What I, you, I, you hear Sabonis, Turner, Lavert. Um, I mean, Malcolm Brogdon, they want to keep uh, TJ Warren's still injured. So I don't think he's really on the block. I, I, I also hear Jeremy Lamb and uh, um, what's his name? The guy, his brother plays for Milwaukee. I always forget his name. Uh, uh, Drew Holiday. His, uh, Holiday. Holiday. Yeah. Justin Holiday. So, yeah, they have a lot of assets they could turn to teams. And, I mean, it's kind of weird because it's like just this huge web of teams that are intertwined here because even the other three teams underneath the team, the three that I just gave you that I hear in a lot of trade discussions are Atlanta, Washington, and Utah. And I keep hearing Sabonis to Washington. Oh, Jack would love – hey, listen, here's the thing, man. Sabonis is a – that is a talented dude. He is the oh, guy- you don't have to tell me. We've, we've had oh, yeah, many you- a text conversation about that. Yeah, he he is your he is your man crush. He is he is your he he is your version of how Justin Herbert is to Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean honestly, there's a lot to like about uh, Sabonis. I mean, there are some things that aren't ideal about his game. I mean, he's not a uh, defensive stalwart by any means. Um, he's a little bit of a ball stopper too, but I mean he he's a good passer. Yeah, he's good in the post. Um, can't really shoot threes that well. Uh, but I mean, I, I love him. He's really young. He would be a great piece to really any team. Yeah. Um, you know, I think he, he's definitely a talented player and, you know, pairing him with Bradley Beal uh, and then Kuzma's playing very well for the Wizards. I think that puts him in a really good position to secure uh, more than the play in tournament in the East, even though the East is extremely strong. So that would, man, I know Jack would be really excited about uh, Sabonis, to, uh, Sabonis to Washington. That'd be awesome. But I would, I would actually. For me, I, I keep hearing the Washington thing, but I, I would love to get Jack's opinion on this. But to me, I would almost think that – let's just say the hypothetical that Washington does get Sabonis. Mm-hmm. What's your ceiling? Like, I don't think you're winning the East. Mm, that probably year. not. So my whole thing is, from what you've seen from Bradley Beal this year, he's having a down year. And even let's go back the last couple of years. I mean, good player. He was what? He came second in the scoring title to uh, Steph last year. So he's definitely a really good player. But my my point is, 
I don't think that Bradley Beal's a number one on a championship team. And to give a guy a max contract like that, I don't know. I'd be really questioning that. To me, if it were me, and and I haven't heard this, and I don't think they're going to do this, but I would trade Beal. They would get a they would get a king's ransom for Beal. Well, I actually have a I have a a proposal for you. Give give me a match, possibly. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Break it down. Well, I don't I don't think Jack would like this. And <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna preface it with that, but it makes sense. I just think remember, they're a fit. I think they're yeah. a fit for Simmons. Ooh, I know. You know that. I'll, here's what I'll tell you. I don't personally want Simmons on my team, but if we traded for him, I wouldn't be upset. Does that make sense? No. It, yeah, for sure. I I think when you're talking about Simmons, it. But it does really that make- boils down to what your team already looks like, right? Like, back to to the Mavs. If we traded for Simmons, I would be pretty happy about it because I think that's the perfect kind of guard that you need next to Luca, a defensive kind of guy, bigger guy, another ball handler. Yeah. But I, I'm just thinking because if you do a trade, if you trade Beal for the feeling that you don't want to go forward with him, you're not really confident that he's going to be a one for you, you trade him to uh, Philadelphia. That marks a box for Philadelphia because they're getting a top thirty guy that Maury wants. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to just get Simmons because clearly Beal's the better player than Simmons. True. You're probably going to get Thibel as well. You may get an extra draft pick or two. Yeah, so it's not going to be just a one for one swap. And I think if you're doing that, really, I I think that's a win win for both teams. Yeah, I I uh, I saw the rumblings of Ben Simmons, uh, James Harden swap. So right, right, yeah. That, well, I saw that picking up uh, this afternoon I, when I was you, getting home. I, I, it almost kind of seems like that's what's going to happen. So like yeah, some, yeah, yeah. Something something's going to happen big there. You know what? I think back to the Wizards. I don't think they're trading Bradley Beal. I think he's just he's kind of there. He's their guy, you know. Um, oh, I mean, I, like to be clear, I don't think they are either. Everything yeah. that I was just saying there was it's me just like spitting. Yeah. yeah, but I I could see them making making a move to grab someone to to kind of bolster their team and and because they're obviously they're having a pretty solid year. Um, yeah, I guess my whole thing about that because we were talking about the Sabonis thing. To me, I don't. I just don't know. I I don't think that a Sabonis Beal pairing. And with what you're going to have to ship out because you're going to lose a lot of your depth. I, I don't really see that competing for anything. And to me, like, if you're doing a trade of that magnitude, it better be because it's going to take you to another level. And will they be better? Yeah, but they're still not winning that conference. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I, it just, yeah, I, I don't really see the appeal to it. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm with you. I mean, we'll, we'll, Definitely, we'll definitely have to see. It's gonna be, it's gonna be extremely interesting, you know. Any way you look at it, right? Well, and I think I saw, uh, I saw a, a trade for like Atlanta. They were talking about uh, Collins and Bogdanovich for uh, Simmons. Yeah, that would, I just and a first, I think something. And like you're that. and you're pairing him with uh, Trey Young. I mean, is now Trey right. Young playing off the ball, or is, is Ben Simmons playing up? That's weird. See, it would be, it would Ben Ben Simmons would it would. It would be very similar to the scenario I just gave you about Luca in Dallas. He ends up being the defensive guy, another ball handler, 
to put alongside Trey because Trey, much like Luca, they're not good defenders. You need yeah, another guy, a big body that can play out on these, you know, three and D wings that everyone has and everyone wants around the league. Yeah, that's it's super. That's just uh, I don't know, man. Uh, that would be a that would be a weird weird trade because Atlanta. I mean, I, I they're they're definitely struggling this year. Um, based off the well, success they're, they they're, had last yeah, year. no, for sure. But they're playing better lately, and I think a lot of that has to do with they've had people injured. Like Herder came back, uh, yeah. Hunter came back. Um, but Atlanta's problem is they have too many guys. You know, yeah, like, they do have a lot of talent. That's why we got Cam Reddish for a bag of chips. Sure, sure. So our, that that pick is so heavily protected that we traded uh, along with Kevin right. Knox, who's all the rotation. You know, I was I was ecstatic with that trade. Unfortunately, Cam's not getting any playing time, but that's a that's another conversation for another time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for so, sure. So, so let me ask you this: Are my Knicks making a deal? Are we buying or selling at the trade deadline? Mm, well, I mean, I don't know. I think I think if you guys are going to do anything, me personally. I would be selling yeah. just because I, we, I mean, we've, I underperf- I, we've underperformed this year. No, absolutely. Well, I, once again, I, I, I think this might make you a little mad, but I think the team kind of came back down to earth a little bit. I mean, this is not like a, a bias against the Knicks. It's just look at the statistics. Look oh, at everyone I, no, shooting. I agree. I agree. I, but, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't disagree with you. Right. Right. And honestly, I think you're already kind of regretting the Fournier signing. Um, now, Randall, that's that's the real tough one. That's the one that is the uh, elephant in the room, right? Yeah. That's the one where, man, I, I don't know what you do with that. That's I, I, Knowing that I was coming on here, I was thinking, what can I do to smooth this over for Josh so he feels better about this situation? And I got to tell you, I was just like tapping my – my pin on the the table for about like five ten minutes. I'm like, man, I don't know. I'm glad I'm not the GM there. I don't yeah, know what you, I do. You know, I I could see us headed towards a divorce where uh, Julius ends up somewhere else. Uh, and I could see, I've seen the reports of De'Aaron uh, De'Aaron Fox uh, kind mm. of Julius Randall swap. And I hey man, what what'll happen is if we did trade Julius Randall, um, I'm okay either way. I'm okay keeping him. I'm okay trading him because if we do trade him. It's going to open up minutes for Obi. Uh, and Obi's been very solid off the bench. And he's, he's well. Well, let me let me ask you this real quick, since you just brought up the whole, yeah. uh, you know, possible Randall Fox swap. Do you think Randall and Simmons like like how do they compare? Do you think Simmons is better than Randall? Do you think Randall's better than Simmons? Do you think I think the same? I, I I would say you know t- to be honest, I just don't think Simmons is that great. So I I I wouldn't say Simmons is like at this whole other level higher than Julius. Um, I think Jules is is a very solid player. I think last year he played out of his mind, um, and I think this year he's still having a good year, but he's he's kind of come back down to earth. Um, so I would put Ben Simmons a little above Julius Randle right now, but not not by a lot. I still still think Julius is a Julius is a number two. Okay, that's what he is. He is your he is your wingman. He's your Scottie Pippen um, on the Bulls. He is that type of player. Uh, and unfortunately, he's he's pushed into a role of a one in New York, and it's it's a challenge. You know, does that make sense? No, absolutely, it makes sense. But then you you just went ahead and answered the question for me because the Kings aren't even willing to trade Fox for Simmons. So yeah, I but... don't think that they would do that for Randall. 
Well, I'm sure there would be some other. We, the thing is, we have a lot of young talent too, and a lot of picks. So I think there'd be picks involved and things like that. Um, but we'll see. You know, it's either way. It's going to be a very, very exciting trade deadline. Like you said, more than half the teams in the league are fighting for a for a, a playoff spot or a playing tournament spot. So give me. Do you have? Is there any team that's like? no one would ever think would make a huge splash that could make one of the trade deadline. You know, honestly, I, I was thinking about that and I can't think of anything that would really shock me at this moment. I, Cause I feel like I've heard going so back many, to what we were saying with so many people being involved and yeah. being able to have a shot at the playoffs. I feel like I've heard almost every team in some sort of trade scenario. Like I, I I heard one on uh, Simmons podcast today talking about how uh, like a Boston Dallas trade of uh, Brunson and Powell going there for Marcus smart, which I absolutely would never do. No, that's, that's a, that's that you get fired for doing that trade. Right. But that's, that's my whole point is like, you keep hearing like so many different scenarios with different teams. And like, so, I mean, I guess my only thing, which I already kind of said it earlier, was the the Washington one. My idea of actually trading Beal instead man, of you know that, them getting Sabonis or something. Man, that would be that would be absolutely crazy. And you know what's going to be really exciting next week? I'm going to have to pick Jack's brain, and uh, I, I don't know if he's going to agree with the trade or he's going to maybe he's read something as well, man. Maybe Colby, maybe you should be a GM in the NBA, and this is actually about to go down uh, before the. We'll see though, man. It's going to be like, like you said, it's going to be an exciting trade deadline. Um, yeah, it, absolutely. So, so it's, it's going to be exciting for, for, for your Mavs, for my Knicks, for the Wizards. I mean, obviously you, the Mavs are actually having a pretty solid year. Um, you guys have played, played some good basketball as of late. Uh, but my Knicks are kind of struggling right now. And then the Wizards are playing solid ball. So, but we all have an opportunity to make the playoffs, which is ultimately the goal. The goal is to win a championship. Uh, but the goal is also to just get in the playoffs, man. Like let's see some playoff basketball. There's nothing like it, you know? No, nothing like some summer basketball. We'll all take it. Yep. All right. Moving on to our second scoop of the night, Jack. I mean, Jack, I'm losing my mind. Cold. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 I've done so many podcasts with Jack that my uh my speech goes right to him that's so funny hey all I, right I, you know what i don't blame you <laughs> so so this this uh this scoop is a little tough i don't want to talk about this to be honest but we have to talk about it sure. uh major league baseball um mm-hmm. is currently playing ping pong right now um with the players and the owners and it's honestly it's extremely annoying so the owners they hey they said hey listen the MLB was like, we're going to bring in a mediator to help get this fixed. And then the players are like, nope, that ain't happening. So here's my question for you, Colby. Um, are we going to, is baseball going to start on time this year? And is there a, a possibility that uh, we get locked out to the point where it's a shortened season? Well, I'll answer the first question really quickly. We're definitely going to get delayed. I mean, at this point, they're not even close. Um, so far away. Yeah. We talked about it before the pod. I mean, I've been reading uh, a decent amount of articles on this stuff. And I mean, we're not talking about just like one big thing or like even two things. We're talking about multiple issues. I mean, we're talking minimum salary. We're talking arbitration and pre-arb bonus pools, luxury tax, draft lottery, service time manipulation, <laughs> these are not uh, any one individually is relatively complex, but when you're working with all those, that's a big problem. And the, at the end of that article, I, I think it's priceless. 
Ken, Rothen, Ken Rosenthal ended by saying, in the CBAs, not even close. <laughs> so there you go. That, and this was only a couple of days ago. So, I mean, I, it doesn't look good. Yeah, you know, and, and as a fan, it's frustrating that we went so much time between meetings. At the, at the end of the day, if you want to get a deal done, you work tirelessly to get the deal done. Which is sure. kind of which is kind of mind blowing to me because there's so much money involved in this. If if the season doesn't go this year, it's going to be terrible for all parties involved. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> there's no question when you're talking about millions upon billions of dollars at stake. I mean, yeah, that's that's nothing to sneeze at. But no, I mean, I, I was actually looking at this, and I'm completely on the player side on this. There's so much money in this game it can be distributed at least a little bit more in the player's way. This also comes from that article too. I found this pretty interesting. It says since 2002, all four of the major U S sports leagues have performed better than the S and P 500 companies on the stock market. The return on MLB franchises was 669% above the NFL's 558% and exceeded only by the NBA's 1057%. Really? I did not. I would, have, I would never have guessed sense. that the MLB return was more than the NFL. Would you? Uh, no, no. Uh, 1000%. No, I would, I would have thought that it was last. Right. Right. Well, maybe not to the NHL, but of those, yeah. Of those other two. Yeah. Of the big sure. three of the big three sports. Yeah. Yeah. That's... No, I, I found that pretty interesting, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough. I mean, literally I, I look at it almost like if not every day, almost every other day. And I don't see any positive signs anywhere. Yeah. Do you think, do you ultimately think that there's going to be a, a, a deal that comes together? Like, what are we looking at here for a season? Are we looking for a 72 game season? What are we looking at? I, don't quote me on this, but I think I would look to something very similar to that uh, pandemic season. Okay. Which is not ideal, but you know, I'd rather have baseball than not. And I can't, and once again, I, I saw this too today on Twitter. This came from Michael Silverman of the Boston Globe. It was kind of just an update because I guess they had a, uh, a Tuesday meeting. Mm. And so they were getting feedback from the owners after that. It says MLB says it promised the players a response, not a proposal after Tuesday's meeting. Their response was they requested for a mediator. That response was rejected. The next Come on, step, guys. unknown for the MLB. Makes sense. That's exactly what we want to hear uh, two months out of spring training. Oh, yeah. No, forget spring training. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's crazy, man. Hope, hey, you got to you got to remain hopeful, though. You know, hopefully something no, something comes together. So you all me, me, this is like the first year in a while that I'm actually like excited for the Rangers to get out there after they make a bunch of big signings. And now this happens. Yeah, dude, you guys got a, you guys got a, a couple of studs there about a half a billion dollars in payroll. Hey, my Mets, man, we made moves too. I, I, I want to get yeah, out. Sure, sir. Yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, either way, it was just, it, even if the Rangers didn't make those signings, I wouldn't still want to see this happen in baseball just because yeah, I like man. baseball too. Baseball's, baseball so. is just one of those sports that you either love it. I don't think anyone like just like, oh, yeah, I don't mind baseball. If you watch baseball, you love it because it's it's not an – it's not – for, for us baseball fans, it's a very easy sport to watch because we enjoy – I enjoy the game. I enjoy every pitch. I enjoy all that stuff. But for the, just the average fan that watches sports, like a lot of people can't sit through baseball, you know? Um, no, absolutely. Yeah, I mean it's it's one of those things. It's definitely – I can understand how people don't really like watching it on TV because it's definitely better when you're at the game 
Yeah. Um, as opposed to football, football is more of like a made for TV sort of sport. Sure. But uh, no, I, I'm there with you. I think baseball, if people actually, you know, did a little bit more of a deeper dive when they're watching a game, just kind of like the, the mastery of like between the pitcher and the catcher of having to yeah. make signs to let the defense know where to align. And Hey, this guy, he's looking for something up and in, but you got to go low. Like, it's amazing and how the movement that some of these pitchers get on the balls like it's oh, it's incredible just just nasty just nasty yeah. oh yeah so oh, yeah. hopefully hopefully um i mean i think we both agree there is going to be a season it just may be short but either way we're looking forward to it going to be a great season colby we have made it to the end of the pint are you ready in honor of jack last scoop Best scoop. Let's go, baby. Last scoop, best scoop, mystery scoop. It is time. Are you hey man? Listen, I'm a little nervous for you, but I also think that you're gonna do it. You're gonna do you're gonna do a great job because this is this is a layup, brother. This is a layup. Are you ready for it? Hit me. All right. What is the stupidest way you've ever gotten hurt? And this can be any time throughout your life. Break it down for me. I already have mine. Uh, but go ahead and break it down. Okay. So <clears throat> pretty dumb. So we ha- used that. Do you know, like the gorilla goals? Are you familiar with those? Man, I break it down for me. The listeners okay. may not know either. Break it down for them. Basically, a gorilla goal is like imagine like a goal that's in like a, a nice gym, but it's an outdoor gym. It's a glass. Like it looks kind of like an NBA goal, mm-hmm. essentially. And okay. so we used to lower it all the time down to like like eight and a half, so we could like dunk on it, and my friends would all play on it. Yeah, and we broke our goal probably like two or three times mm-hmm. and uh about like the third or fourth time we broke it my dad was so mad he was like you know what i'm i'm calling him and i'm getting the uh, the parts to put it back together but we're gonna put it back together i'm not having paying for them to come put it out i'm like, <laughs> like okay we'll do it so it was me and my brother and my dad we're trying to put this thing together and there's like a, a part of the the way it's constructed there's there's two levers that like hold it on the top of the uh backboard and the bottom of the backboard okay and when we were trying to take it apart they undid the uh top part of the backboard and i'm underneath it holding the backboard so it doesn't like fall completely but undoing the top part made the backboard come forward in the rim clipped me in the back of the head (laughs) and i ended up having to get like seven staples in the back of my head dude it was it hit you with that much force Dude, this this thing's heaviest. I mean, it's so heavy. Like, yeah, what are you yeah. gonna do? It just like in the thing that like holds the net clipped me in the back of the head. Dude, that's so funny, man. That's so funny. Dude, Seven dude, staples though. That's a serious injury. Dude, so much blood. It was actually kind of funny looking back at it now because uh, you know, initially when you get like hit or something, you kind of feel the spot that you're at, and I like put my hand back there, and it it came back dry, and I'm like, what? And I like put my hand back there again, comes back just bloody. Dude, just crazy, completely bloody that's crazy and my brother's like i like have that and he sees my hand he's like wait let me see it real quick and he like looks at the back of me and he's like, oh oh my god oh my that is messed up like freaking out i'm like stop yelling like that you're freaking me out and then um 15 minutes later you're in the er <laughs> right right getting some of the worst shots i've ever had in the back of my head I bet, man. That sounds that sounds so painful. So, so I uh, I was at a church lock-in 
back in the day. And at the at the lock, I, I'm sure you've been to a lock in at some point. There, 24 hours, you know, just hang out, you know, eat a lot of food, play around and stuff. And they have always like it's in a gymnasium. A lot of times they have like this huge, um, all these little bouncy things and slides and mm-hmm. stuff. Well, this one thing was like real high in the air. And of course it was like one of those long slides. And of course, um, my buddy was like, Hey, bet you can't jump to the bottom. And I was like, bet I can't jump. Come on now. I can, I can clear it. Well, so I cleared the actual cushion part and chipped the bone in my foot. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was one of those painful things. So I like, 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 uh, had to put, had to put a, had to uh, get a cast and everything. Um, so it was one of those just terrible decisions um, that ended up with uh, me having to wear a cast for a few months. Uh, and it was absolutely brutal. And those chip bones, that when you chip a bone, dude, it is no joke, man. That stuff's painful. Yeah, it's like a, what is it, like a bone spur or something? I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it, but it is, it's terrible. Um, yeah, I was so, going to say, I don't think there's much description needed. It sounds horrible. Yeah, so I uh, that that was fun. Um, that was fun, but that would definitely be the the uh, stupidest way that I've ever I've ever injured myself for sure. Uh, that was not a. Uh, I mean, there's and there's times when I was a kid riding dogs. I split both uh, split my eye open because I was riding a dog and hit a coffee table. Like I was just a rebel, man. I was a rebel as a kid. <laughs> oh, I, I got a I got a bonus one for you that actually happened in the summer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So this is this is like less than a year ago. Break it down. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I was. Uh, I forget exactly what I was doing downtown, but I was. I was walking back to my car. I had parked uh, near U of H downtown. Yeah. And I was wearing flip flops, and you know how you're like you're just normally walking. You look at your phone like you're reading like a tweet or a text or something. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm doing that, and I already kind of drag my feet in general, <laughs> and so. I'm walking and I like trip up on something like normal. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I almost like face planted, but I didn't. I'm like, geez. And I like looked down at my foot. I ripped my toe open. Dude, that's so like, <laughs> Dude, it, it is so bad. Cause like, you know, uh, you know how like uh, the street signs, like those like uh, parallel parking signs, like they're the huge metal uh, poles or whatever. Yeah. Have, yeah, like, yeah the yeah, holders yeah. that are in the ground. Yeah. Okay. Well, imagine that the sign, the whole pole's not there. It's just the holders in the ground. So it's a thing that's only like an inch or two above the ground. So, and it was a just a jagged piece of metal. And I ripped my right toe wide open. Did you have how many stitches? Uh, I think it was like, I want to say like six, <laughs> something like that. And I still have like a bad scar on my, on my big toe. And like, sometimes I'll randomly, because I think I like might have a, uh, damaged a little bit of a nerve yeah too. yeah but yeah it was uh it wasn't ideal buddy that's 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 funny man hey th- those are some good ones too definitely gonna have to ask jack a follow-up next week and kind of get his uh but yours are yours are, are not the best man i'll give you that much it's the thing They're is quite the, second one, the, the second one we can i mean the bonus one i can i can relate to because i'm surprised i haven't done something while playing on my phone while i'm walking you know i think everybody does you know so um, well, i would awesome, just man. recommend to all the listeners don't wear sandals downtown while looking at your phone. <laughs> don't watch it. Just don't do it. Wear steel-toed boots. Wear some steel-toed boots, if anything. You know, and then then you know I mean, your toes are protected. That's the clear answer. Yeah, duh, duh. That's awesome, man. Well, uh, hey, pr- brother, appreciate you hopping on, man. This was a this was a fun pint. Uh, you know what? I'll give you I'll give you a ten out of ten for filling in for Jack tonight, um, as he's under the weather. So uh, phenomenal job, man. Anything you want to add before we end the pint? Uh, Well, I hope uh, Jack gets better soon, and I hope I made him proud.
<laughs> you did. You did, man. You did. Well, we appreciate you guys listening, um, and uh, we look forward to a, to a fantastic NBA trade, de- trade deadline coming up. Oh, Josh, May- can I add one other oh, thing yeah, real ahead. quick, too? We forgot to congratulate Jack and the fact that his team has a football thing now. Oh, they do. They do. But here's the reason why I didn't say anything, because I need his instant reaction. I need his instant reaction before I can say anything about his name. So that's going to be coming in hot next week. So get, get ready. Okay. And well, maybe, can't wait. yeah, may, maybe we'll have to have to pull you on for a second to get your thoughts about it as well. Since uh, we're on the same division. So, Oh, please. Like Bart Scott. Can't wait. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Hey, we appreciate you guys listening. Um, don't forget the most important thing. This is the pod for the people and we will see you guys next Saturday. <laughs>